inside an encouragement to pastors and volunteers serving in small church settings. Uh, thank you for joining me again today. Uh, if this is your first time, I especially welcome you to this um, episode. Uh, if you're a small church um, volunteer or a small church pastor, uh, this is a podcast that we've put together to provide insight and uh, encouragement to people like you in order to serve uh, your congregation or your setting with more passion and not lose sight of purpose. Uh, you know as well as I do that encouragement is a very important and essential commodity, especially uh, for us as pastors and volunteers in small church settings. And this podcast is especially dedicated uh, to ensure that you have loads and loads of encouragement and also provide insights, provide answers uh, or, or um, opinion uh, about certain things that we uh, face uh, day in, day out in small church settings. So thank you for uh, joining um, us today. If this is your first time, it will uh, do you uh, a whole good. Uh, and I would like to encourage you to uh, check on previous episodes. Uh, this is uh, episode four, episode 004. And today uh, I would like to share thoughts um, on a topic that I've titled, Do They Even Think About This Church? That's a pastor's question. <laughs> Do they even think about this church? Uh, that's a, a pastor's uh, question. You know, in, in the earlier years of our church, you know, I, I used to get uh, disappointed and sometimes even frustrated by how uh, some of our church people uh, responded to tasks and assignments uh, within the church. You know, um, this was maybe shortly after we launched as a church. And um, you know as well as I do that uh, your pastors cannot do all of the assignments and carry out all of the tasks within the church. So so, so I, I will uh, give uh, one or two assignments to um, uh, people in the team, uh, maybe to check, uh, to sample uh, something, find out the price of, say, for instance, a, a microphone, um, or maybe um, address an issue uh, or come up with a plan uh, to address an issue in the kids' church uh, where they serve. Um, and, and then, you know, um, I will meet them the following week to say, oh, hey, how did you go about it? Uh, did you find out the prize or, or did you uh, come up with a plan how we can resolve this issue in this particular unit and, and stuff like that? And then you get this <laughs> blank stare and um, followed with an answer. Oh, Pastor, I, I, I haven't found out. Um, I haven't thought about it. And he said, excuse me, you haven't thought about it. It's, it's been a week, you know. And so it could be quite very, um, you know, discouraging uh, when someone gives you such an answer. I haven't even thought about it. Because <laughs> throughout the week, you have been, your mind has been full of, you know, trying to find answers or solutions to, to the issue at hand. You've uh, been researching how to solve the issue. And then here you have someone, a member of the team, uh, someone you have actually given the assignments uh, or the task to, to help you how. 
who has not even given it a thought at all. So you get a bit disappointed and and sometimes uh, frustrated and you ask yourself the question, don't these guys think about this church? <laughs> you want the honest truth, Pastor? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Uh, no, that, that's not to say that they don't love your church or that they don't love you as a pastor, you know. Uh, but that's, as, you know, that doesn't mean that they have been thinking about it all throughout the week. They, they've got all the pressing I issues, you know, to handle and to uh, deal with. I'm sure you are asking the question. So what, what more pressing, what more, uh, what, what other thing could be more pressing than the, <laughs> than the things of God? <laughs> what, what other thing could they have been thinking about than the things of God? You know, uh, well, that, that's how you see it. Uh, they, they don't see it that way. You see, you are the one that has been called to, to shepherd the flock. You are the one that has been called to the church work, to church planting work. Uh, they are not, uh, not, not in that sense that you're looking at it. So, so they're not like you. Uh, sometimes even our spouses, they get dragged into, uh, into this arena whereby we think that they are actually having their minds full of what's going on in the church and how to carry out the assignment and how to reach. No, they, they're not, they're not, they have not been called into it. Yes, they have been called to provide support. They have been called to, you know, uh, stand by your side, but you are the one that has been called primarily. And I think we should face that reality. You know, so so what should we then do? I have, I have a, a couple of thoughts, you know, which I believe is going to be of help. You know, I have gone through this myself. And, and I think, uh, especially for young pastors uh, who are just starting out, it may be a good idea to start, you know, incorporating some of these ideas uh, into how you deal with with this subject. Uh, don't, don't they think about this church, especially when you feel, you know, disappointed or frustrated that certain tasks that you have committed into the hands of certain members of the team have not been carried out or have not, at least have not even been given any, any thought whatsoever. Number one, I'll advise you that you stop using yourself as the standard. You know, stop using yourself as the standard to measure the commitment of people. You know, in other words, you may need to lower your expectation a little bit. Don't, don't use yourself as the standard. Uh, like I said earlier, you have been called, you have been given the assignment primarily. And so you, they may not be into it as much as you have been. They may not be into it as much as you have. So, so you need to stop using yourself as the standard to measure the commitment of People. Number two, uh, you may need to help them to see how what they do add value to the church ministry. Uh, you may need to help them to see how what they do contribute, you know, uh, in, in a way to, to church ministry. Or, or maybe conversely, you may need to let them actually see how not doing what you have asked them to do is, is taken away, you know, from from uh, the ministry uh, in church. So, so you need to help them to see um, that they have actually been called into this. You know, some of our people, they, they look at these as, you know, some of these uh, things that are not really spiritual 
you know, they're not, they're not um, a calling, quote and unquote, in that sense. You know, they, they don't see it as, as spiritual enough, you know, to warrant, you know, giving their all into it. So, so you may need to help them appreciate that, you know, um, uh, even though they, what they're doing looks, you know, um, uh, looks small, you know, or, or doesn't sound quote and unquote spiritual, it, it is indeed an assignment that if they do it well, God rewards. You know, I, I'm encouraged by by uh, what um, Apostle Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, writes in in First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twenty eight. It reads, "And God has appointed these in the church: first apostles, second prophets, third teachers." After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administration. I need you to underline that. Helps, administrations, varieties of tongue. Interesting how God recognizes helps and administration in the same breath as recognizing, you know, apostles and prophets and teachers. Now, if you ask anyone, you know, uh, if you carry an apostolic or prophetic grace, you look at, you know, uh, you're doing something spiritual. But but if you if you are involved in helps and administrations, um, <clears throat> excuse me, people don't think much about that. You know, they think, you know, but 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 you can see here that. That God actually recognizes the, you know, the ministry of helps and administrations in the same breath that He actually recognizes, you know, apostolic and prophetic ministry. So you you need to let them see how you know what they do does not just add value, but but is actually appreciated by God. It's it's actually a calling of a sort. It's an assignment that God has called them to, and that as a reward. Number three. But be patient with people. <laughs> you need to be patient with people, Pastor. You know, um, you don't want to become quickly hungry. You know, um, whenever people don't you know, measure up to, to the standard, especially regarding the assignment you have committed into their hands. Um, you don't want to be like Moses came down from the mountain, found that the, the children of Israel were not, you know, uh, measuring up. At least as far as the standard he was expecting of them, um, I was concerned, and legitimately so. Uh, but what did he do? He, bro he broke, it broke, the, he shattered the Ten Commandments. You, you don't want to get to that extent. Be, be patient with people. Uh, number four, uh, you need to clearly communicate your expectation um, to your people, and, and if possible, extract a commitment uh, from them you know, uh, a commitment to deliver. You need to clearly communicate your expectation uh, and extract a commitment uh, uh, from them with, with regards to what you're expecting them to to have, to, have, uh, to achieve. Uh, you need to know, not make assumptions uh, that people will just figure it out. No, no, if possible, you even need to give timelines. You know, remember, you, you need to also uh, please show respect to their time and, and their commitment. You know, they have other things that, other than, you know, the church work. So you need to show respect for their time as well. But, but make sure you clearly communicate your expectation, ex extract a commitment from them, uh, and, and, and you see that they, uh, they are more likely to improve because they know that you expect certain things at certain times from them. Uh, you see them trying to, uh, work things out rather than just leaving it, you know, blank and open. 
and 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 hoping that some, some people will figure it out. There, there are things, other things that are important to people that they are going through, and so you need to clearly uh, communicate your expectation and uh, extract a commitment from them. But don't forget what I said. Please respect their time as well. You remember they are, <laughs> they are volunteers, you know. They are volunteers in most cases uh, because we are talking about, you know, small church uh, setting. Um, number five, love the people that God has brought to you no matter what. Uh, just make sure, just make that, you know, uh, commitment in your heart. Uh, whatever it, it may be, I will always love the people that God has brought to to me at this time and in this season, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the process may not be very smooth. The assignment may not be done perfectly, uh, but just make a commitment to continue to love uh, the people that God has brought to you. you. You know, one of the things that makes it frustrating for us is that we see processes and, 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 and procedures being carried out, you know, almost seamlessly in other settings, especially in medium, uh, or to larger churches. Uh, but look, <laughs> what takes place there, number one, you may not know that some of these things uh, did not just happen overnight. Uh, in such settings, they've probably been working on the process, you know, uh, for, for a while. Uh, and so we, we cannot compare our own small, you know, congregation or small setting uh, to what takes place there. Uh, by the way, some of those people in larger churches, they are paid staff. So, so they have all the day to focus on this task and to do it well. Take, for instance, the media team. You know, the media team in a small church setting is likely going to be, you know, handled by volunteers. They may not have all the time and all the resources to put all these things together in a way that is going to be as appealing as what you will find in, you know, uh, 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 bigger churches. So, so uh, you need to uh, make a commitment to continue to love them in spite of their failings and and their struggles. No, I am not in any way condoning failure. I'm not in any way, you know, um, uh, supporting mediocrity or being lackadaisical. You know, uh, having a lackadaisical attitude to task and assignment. But I'm suggesting that you continue to love your people even as they wobble and stumble along the way because, uh, they don't have to eat the target of performance before we as, as, uh, as the, um, the under shepherd continue to love them. Perhaps it may actually in certain instances when you have given people the time and the support that they require and they are still not performing, it, it may actually mean that they don't have the capacity to handle the task that you have committed into their hands. And in thus, in, in such a, a case, uh, you may actually need to um, take such task or such assignment away from um, such such people, I must I must add here that that in itself takes some tact and uh, and and wisdom. Uh, we may not be able to have time to discuss that today, but but you need to have um, you need to be tactful and to be wise about when you want to withdraw <laughs> uh, task and assignment uh, from from church members and volunteers. Uh, otherwise, it it may bring up some other. Uh, complication. Uh, so wh what am I saying in essence, uh, in summary, ch uh, uh, church uh, pastors, uh, you need to um, 
be patient with the people yes they are not into it as as you are and they are not likely to ever be into it you know uh as you are because remember you have been called into it you have been given this assignment uh, and there is a uh, certain uh, uh, level of impetus of drive that comes uh, with this calling uh, that you have received directly uh, and you are just sharing this this uh, this element of your calling with others so they may not always get it immediately they may not always be into it uh, but that doesn't mean that they don't love you or they don't love your church all right uh church pastors that's me done uh today um and uh, i want to encourage you to uh continue to serve the lord you know with passion and uh, with purpose i want to encourage you to please subscribe uh to this podcast small church realities podcast that way whenever we drop new content you are able to uh, uh get to know and also help us to uh, uh share the link with your pastor friends or other people that are volunteers in in other churches that will be super super helpful you may also wish to check our website uh smallchurchrealities.com smallchurchrealities.com for information about what we do and uh, uh the essence of actually having this platform this podcast if you want to reach out to me that would be great fantastic um that would be true my email address joe j-o-e at eelcitychurch.com.au eel city as in church church on a hill you know joe j-o-e at eelcitychurch.com.au god bless you and have a fantastic fantastic time until next time that we meet together again on this platform keep sharing the word keep serving the lord and keep doing it with passion